Welcome to Daily Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Each day we walk through the vital principles of the abundant life. Our Lord can do above and beyond all we ask or think. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. Hope is truly one of the most awesome, powerful forces in all of our lives. We've settled this week on the word hope, and more importantly, the fact of hope, to show its power and majesty with everything that it touches. William Jefferson Clinton's presidential biography was called My Life. Of special interest in the book was that interval where he described how he was impeached by the House on two charges, then found not guilty in the Senate trial that followed. I read Clinton's My Life because I read most presidential memoirs and biographies, but I read this one for a particular reason. How did Bill Clinton face what he did and survive? What did he attribute that to? He wrote in this book about the importance of having an overriding purpose in one's life. And when life lays you low, there's only one thing you can do. Get up and try again. I like that advice. It's good advice no matter what party you are from. Clarence McCartney was the late preacher of the Pittsburgh Tabernacle. He once enumerated what he considered to be the greatest words in the Bible and in human speech. Sin was the saddest word. Forgiveness, however, was the most beautiful word. Whisperer was the meanest word. Tomorrow, the most dangerous word. No the hardest word. But there's another word in the Bible that is just as great. And Mr. Clinton in his biography alludes to it. We need to learn how to use it and use it frequently. Nine times we read in scripture this phrase, Jeremiah 24, 4, again, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, the man from hope in his biography urged trying again, again, that is the word, to try again, to get up again, to start over again. Hope is a word that you and I need in our lives. And it's most often seen when we exercise our faith and our trust again. So if your life has ever been shattered or disappointment, remember that word again. You may say, I'm not the president. I won't ever need that word. But we all need that word. Because we may not go through an impeachment process like a president does or a government official, but we will have someone impeach or question our integrity and question our sincerity and our motives. What do you do when that happens? You get up, you start over, and you try again. Welcome to our Daily Devotion family. All this week, we've been talking about the awesome power of hope that will lift you above your circumstances. It was a statement that Martha Stewart made after being sentenced to jail time. She made the statement, I will be back. Something within us admires a person who made mistakes, but who determines, I will be back. I'm going to get up again. I'm not glorifying mistakes people make, but we are all flesh and we are filled with mistakes. I'm not saying that each of us must make mistakes, yet I see in me and I see in all of us the tendency and the propensity to make mistakes. Call it the result of the original fall of man that we say with Paul, a wicked man that I am. 
In perhaps Teddy Roosevelt's most famous speech, the man in the arena speech, he said, it's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. President Roosevelt in that famous speech went on. He went on to say, shame on the man of cultivated taste who permits refinement to develop into fastidiousness that unfits him for doing the rough work of a workaday world. Yes, in this rough work of a workaday world, we will come short again and again. But the one who gets up again, the one who dusts himself off again, the one who tries again and finds help in God again, that's the one who's going to make a difference. Merriam-Webster would define the primary meaning of the word again as another time or once more. How many times have we stood in the presence of God and said again, Lord, another time, Lord, once more, Lord. I believe again is a powerful word in our life. Consider that in Scripture, sin is used 448 times. Anger is used 234 times. Hate is used 87 times. Bitterness can be found 22 times. Envy, 20 times. Lust, only found 18 times in the Bible. But again, it's used in Scripture 672 times. It's a generous word placed across the Holy Writ so many times to show us that God's abundance defeats everything that you and I face. Sin, anger, hate, envy, and lust. Again is the word that unlocks the power of God in our lives. As I mentioned, nine times do we read in Scripture, again, the word of the Lord came to me saying, six times we read the word of the Lord came again unto me saying, again is that powerful word. Let's stay right here for just a moment and just establish firmly, God speaks again. Think of the many times in the Bible we read the word of the Lord coming again to people who needed to hear it. To a small boy seemingly orphaned by his parents, to live inside of the house of God, God's voice spoke. Then God's voice spoke again and again to young Samuel. Again is a powerful word. Or what about the woman in the Bible who met the angel of the Lord and was told that she would give birth to a baby who would be mightily used of God? She was so distraught she couldn't speak. She later told her husband what heaven had said, and her husband, her husband Manoah, prayed. Do you remember what Samson's father asked of God? God, you spoke to my wife. Would you share this with me? Teach me how to raise such a child. And the Bible says in Judges 13, God heard him, and the angel of the Lord came again. Think of the power of that story. One person heard from God. Another person prayed that God would speak again, and God did indeed speak again. Maybe there's someone listening today you would like to hear from God, or you would like someone else to hear from God. God can speak again. Again is a powerful word. 
The question remains, though, why must God speak again? I think the answer to that question is man often doesn't hear God the first time. It's so moving to read the opening verses of the Bible. We read of the word of the Lord speaking into the darkness, and the darkness responds so easy. Gene Peterson, in his rendering of the Bible, captures the staccato commands of God. Genesis 1-3, God spoke, light, and light appeared. With inanimate things, God speaks just once. But sometimes with we humans, he has to speak again and again and again. Two quick examples of this in the Bible. Jonah, God spoke, he rebelled, thrown overboard and swallowed by a whale, deposited unceremoniously on the shore. The Bible says the word of the Lord came again to Jonah. God speaks again. Again is a powerful word. God knows us. He sees us. He understands our fears. He sees the young man named Gideon, who is uncertain and fearful. Gideon sought for a sign. Remember, he put the fleece out. God answered. Gideon said, I need another sign. And again, God responded. What causes us to not hear God speaking to us? The cares of life, our preoccupation with self, hurt, pain, feelings of self-doubt, fear, worry. Whatever it is, I'm thankful that God reaches out to us and he speaks again. In fact, I would say that the hope of mankind rests on that word again, that God never gets fatigued with us. He doesn't get tired out. He doesn't get to the place he's so frustrated with us. He walks away. He reaches again. He speaks again. Great men and women of faith have used that word countless times. Noah sent out a dove again. Maybe you and I need to launch another missive to the heavens. Again is a word of hope for you. The Bible says that Isaac digged again the wells of his father. If you feel so disconnected from where you need to be, then again is a powerful word of hope for you. Elijah was so weak that heaven appeared again to strengthen him with angels' food. Again is a word that says, heaven can reach me wherever I am at. Solomon said, a just man can fall once, twice, yea, even seven times, but he will get up again. So if you find yourself flat on your face, know that you can rise again. A blind man once said to the Lord, I see men as trees. I see a little, but not enough. And the Lord placed his hands on the man's eyes again. So if you're not seeing too clearly, again is this powerful word of hope for you. Jesus promised that he would come again. Our hope is wrapped up in that word again. Moses said that a slave could be redeemed again, Leviticus 25. Simon Peter said that a man can be born again, 1 Peter 2. In fact, Jesus said you must be born again. Again, as a word of hope for each and every one of us. I may be speaking today to someone who is extremely disappointed, to someone who's saying it, it just wasn't supposed to be this way. I tried. My motive was questioned. My character has been questioned. They lied about me, Pastor. They accused me of horrible things. Well, I can say I've been there, and there's no more helpless feeling than knowing 
that you're unjustly accused and not able to set the record straight. But what do you do in such situations? Do you fight back? That usually makes you look more guilty. Do you seek revenge? One Sicilian proverb says revenge is a certain season in hell. Usually the act of revenge will hurt you far more than anyone else. What do you do? I think you focus on that word again. You get up again. You try again. You start over again. You pick up the pieces of your life again. You strengthen that which remains. You forgive again, love again, hope again, move forward again. God asked his people a question in Jeremiah 18. Can I not do with you as this potter? Jeremiah had watched a potter take a vessel which was marred and watched in amazement as the potter made it over again. And that is the glory of our potter. That's the glory of the potter's house, is that our God can make things over again. He can correct. He can restore. He can renew. He can make you and I over again. Again is the word. Whatever the biography of your life says, whatever dark chapter that you've entered into, I believe there's a resilience, there's a grit, there's a grace that God wants to send your way. He wants you to believe again, to get up again, and to say, Lord, it will not always be this way. It's not always going to stay as it is right now. This too shall pass, and I'm trusting in the God that each and every day brings a new day again and again. Thank you for sharing in daily devotion with Ken Gurley. We pray this ministry has been a source of encouragement and strength to you. Please be mindful that your financial support enables us to meet with you each day. To give a donation or connect with us, visit our website at kengurley.com. There you will also find the latest books, podcasts, and resources. Blessed 90 Days to Change Your World is Pastor Gurley's latest book. You can get your copy of this life-changing book at kengurley.com. May God's favor rest on you in every way until we meet again.